Building influence is something anyone can learn. It's an investment you can make in yourself and it can hold the keys to achieving your dreams and having the life and impact you want to have. I'm Laura Cox Kaplan. I've learned a lot over three decades about building and sustaining influence and how using it and using it effectively can make a big, big difference in your life and career. Here on She Said, She Said podcast, we're digging into the different dimensions that help us build and sustain influence. If you thought being an influencer was just for social media, think again. Whether you're starting a business, raising money for a cause, negotiating a promotion, running your household, or trying to connect with those who don't share your views, understanding and using the different dimensions of influence will increase your chances of success whatever your goals may be. Listening to She Said, She Said podcast is a smart, efficient investment you can make in you. I'm really glad you're here and I'm excited we're on this journey together. Hey friend, welcome to She Said, She Said podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm betting that you're interested in ways to either grow your career Or maybe you're looking for inspiration for a potential career pivot. Maybe you've reached the point in your career where you want to try something new. Or maybe you've fallen victim to recent layoffs. Maybe you've grown incredibly tired of what you're doing and you don't feel challenged anymore. Whatever the reason, I hope you're finding lots of great content here to spark your interest and that my conversations are giving you some great inspiration and motivation to potentially pursue something new. Not everyone is pivoting, of course. Some folks may be looking for ways to innovate within their current roles, or they may be looking to create a side hustle that may or may not ever become a full-time hustle. Whatever your path may be, I'm hoping that all of my content is serving you well. And I think this week's topic is a really good one to add to the list. Now, I would be the first to admit that at first blush, this will not sound terribly sexy, but hear me out. It's an important piece of any well-rounded career, and it's absolutely essential for building and sustaining your influence. It relates to building your network, but more specifically, the importance of picking and attending the right professional conferences and networking events, and then navigating them before, during, and after you attend. Now, if you cringe a bit when I say networking or the idea of a networking event makes you a little queasy, I'm gonna give you some great ideas for some of the best ways to navigate these types of events. As always, I'm sharing some of my own perspective, but with a healthy dose of input from some amazing women who are part of my network who I think do this incredibly well. Now, first, friend, let's level set the importance of networking. We all know that networking is important, but let me talk for a minute about how it relates directly to building influence. There are three main areas that you need to really build and sustain your influence. The first is story, and it relates to the story you craft for yourself about who you are, what you know, and what you can do. The second is investment, 
investment in yourself and in others, including investing in ways to grow your network and your connections with others. And then the third is engaging with intentional persistence. Now, I zip through those three buckets because building our networks crosses all three dimensions. When we think about story, what's the story you're telling yourself before you attend a networking event or a conference? How might the story you tell yourself impact the outcome or your ability to effectively connect? How might your story impact the confidence that you project when introducing yourself and sharing who you are with others? How might the story of what you hope to learn impact what you ultimately take away from a professional conference? Then as we think about investment, professional development and intentionally attending an event where the goal is to increase your knowledge is by definition an investment in you. So is listening to this podcast, by the way. All of my content is designed with that goal in mind. And then intentional persistence, that's where we engage, even if we might be a little uncomfortable doing so. So with the stage set and a clear overarching understanding of how professional networking events actually fit into our framework for building influence, I want to share a few great tips that I believe can help you maximize your experience at professional conferences. These tips can also increase your ability to create lasting connections that ultimately can grow into real relationships and a thriving part of your professional network. The first goal requires some advanced planning. Which conferences are likely to help you move the ball in the direction you most need to go? Here's one way to think about this. Dory Clark, who is a marketing strategist, speaker, and a regular contributor to the Harvard Business Review, recommends that you start by thinking about your network from the standpoint of building two different types of connections, bonding capital and bridging capital. Now, bonding capital is essentially connections with people like you, while bridging capital includes connections with people who are different from you. Think about it this way. If most of your connections are directly related to your industry or your company, you likely need more bridging capital that helps you see new opportunities and that is probably more likely to spark innovative thinking. Those bridging connections are more likely to help you expand your point of view, help you think more broadly and maybe differently, and potentially increase opportunities for both inspiration and innovation. Those bridging connections are potentially a bit trickier to build, but may yield the greatest benefit in helping you really grow your network. One of the things that I especially appreciate about one of the professional networking conferences that I attend and enjoy relates precisely to this point. The Southern Sea, which is a collective of creative entrepreneurs and founders, hosts an annual summit each year. And she said, she said podcast and the Southern Sea will be rolling out a collaboration series of conversations later this month and into March, which will help me really illustrate why and how all of this networking can be so incredibly important. 
The Southern Sea content is business-oriented and can generally apply to any type of organization, but it's particularly focused on those who have businesses that are in the creative space. Now, while she said she said podcast can certainly be considered creative, I'm not manufacturing party skirts or gorgeous scarves, and yet I've learned incredibly valuable tools about connecting with customers, or in my case, an audience, creating effective collaborations, marketing the business, strategic advising, and so, so, so much more. Friend, this is just one great example. And it gives you a sense of how to think about potentially conferences that check that box of creating bridging capital for yourself. So once you get a sense of which conference will help you build more bridging capital, it's important to go a step deeper and think about who specifically is attending the conference and who you might benefit from getting to know. Going through the directory, if the organizer provides one, can be incredibly beneficial. You can look for potential points of connection that might have some relevance or a potential nugget that enables you to begin to grow a relationship. Once you identify folks who you think might be great potential connections, try to reach out in advance. Maybe follow them or connect with them on social media and tell them that you're looking forward to meeting them. That has the double benefit of making a connection and potentially helping you grow your social media following all at the same time. Even if the organizer doesn't provide a directory, you might post on social media in advance of the conference to ask your existing network and followers who might be attending. Be sure to tag the conference and use any hashtags that they may have provided, which can further help you reach people who might be attending. The next point might be obvious, but you also want to review the panels and the content, the expert speakers of the conference in advance for a few reasons. One of the most important and I think often overlooked reasons is to think about potential questions you have and potential questions you might want to ask the presenters directly. Asking a question can be a great way of creating a thoughtful connection and differentiating yourself from the crowd if you do get the chance to ask a question during the session or even afterward. And if the presenters attend the social events, maybe cocktail parties and the like, it's another great opportunity to strike up a meaningful conversation with one of the presenters to ask her to elaborate on a point that she made during the session or to ask the question if you didn't have a chance to ask it. Because most conferences are really jam-packed, don't beat yourself up if you need a break here or there to process what you're learning and to think about who you've met. Conferences can sometimes be overwhelming experiences, especially for those of us who might need a bit of time for mental refueling. Reflecting on the day and what you learned and who you met is a great exercise for right before you head off to sleep for the night. But if you find that you need more processing time, carve some out, especially if you know that sessions will be recorded and you can go back and listen to them later. You can take a couple of minutes to regroup while doubling down on as much in-person networking as possible. Another point on the conference sessions themselves. 
It can be great to go to a conference with a buddy or with members of your team, but be mindful of the need for each of you to engage with people who you don't know. Try to sit somewhere different or next to someone who you don't know at each session. That provides an automatic opportunity to say hello to someone new. Or if you can beeline to one of the connections that you've identified in advance, grab a seat next to her. That saying of getting outside of your comfort zone certainly applies here because for most of us, networking in any form can be a little bit awkward. But since everyone is attending with largely the same goal of expanding her network, you're already in very good company. Your outreach is likely to be appreciated. And if the conversation that you initiated is with someone that you particularly enjoyed, be sure to add them to your LinkedIn or send them a message after the conference to reiterate that you enjoyed meeting them. And if she's active on social media and you both enjoyed the interaction, be sure to grab a photo and post it of the two of you and be sure to tag her. If you're anything like me, you'll likely take notes on the conference sessions, and it's important to remember to review those after the fact to remind yourself of key points that the speakers made and maybe to spark some additional inspiration. If you met the presenters or the speakers, your notes might remind you of a key point or a takeaway that you might want to discuss. It can be a great conversation starter with the presenter, either at a cocktail reception if the opportunity presents itself, or maybe via social media connection after the fact. Then once you've returned home, be sure to review your notes again and think about other potential ways that you can further solidify those new connections into real relationships that can ultimately result in collaborations at some future point. I'm sure that you likely have other ways that you go about maximizing your attendance at professional conferences. This of course includes many of my wonderful friends from the Southern Sea. I'd love to hear your additional tips and tools and strategies that work well for you. If you share an idea with me, I'll be sure to share it on Instagram. Friend, I'll be back with you next week where we'll be launching the first conversation in this year's collaboration series with the Southern Sea. You will not want to miss it. In the meantime, if you're enjoying She Said, She Said podcast, and I sure hope that you are, I'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to share a review or send me a message on social media. You'll find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at Laura Cox Kaplan. And you can also email me directly info at she said dot media. Until then, you take care and I'll talk to you again next week. She Said, She Said podcast is a weekly production of She Said, She Said Media.